Betches Media presents. Will you suck? I'm in. To fix this water problem. Sorry to this man. You can have a hundred people in the room. And I, oh, goodbye, Kyle. At Betches. Rise and shine. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the At Betches podcast. I'm Barry Rosenfeld. I'm Dana Samuel. And I'm Dylan Hafer. Second time's a charm. And we are, <laughs> and we are the Trace Amigas. No, before oh, we God. get into today's show, <laughs> we want to talk about what's happening at Betches. So Dana, take it away. Of course. We are launching a new podcast this Friday. Tune into Afternoon Tea with Sammy Sage, a weekly interview series presented by the Betches Sup. This week, Sammy is joined by author Liz Plank for a little dose of political therapy. Download the first episode by subscribing to the Betches Sup podcast feed wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to follow our newest podcast morning announcements on Spotify or subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And be sure to stay tuned to the end of this episode for our interview with Kane and Kevin from the Netflix series Bling Empire. Barry and I had a lot of fun talking to them and they spilled a little bit of tea about the show and maybe season two and yeah, it was a good time. And I started watching it again last night because (laughs) We have now run out of things to watch. Barry, (laughs) the way you watch TV is just like bewildering to me, but I've learned to just accept it. Like, there's no rhyme or or reason for it. But (laughs) we want to talk a little bit about this drama happening with Chris and Cavallari and Jay Cutler. Dylan and I talked about it. We kind of took a deep dive on our other podcast, mentioned it all. But there, it's just something we, we need to discuss because. Madison LaCroix, who let us explain to you who that is, is from Southern Charm on Bravo, (laughs) because maybe not a lot of you know who she is. But there has been some drama because she's hanging out with Jay. And now Jay and Kristen both posted a picture at the same time with the same caption. The world is full of users. Ten years can't break that. And then the Internet just went into a spiral. Dana, as someone who doesn't give a shit about Madison LaCroix, what was your kind of like read on this? Do you care about Jay and Kristen at all? I know about any of them could not care less. Um, I will say I I did know a little bits and bops because of your articles and like articles that have been on influence. Dylan's an influencer if you haven't (laughs) caught up. But (laughs) so I knew a, a little bit here and there about they're you know separating and getting a divorce and all this and everyone's like oh my god what's happening he's hanging out with other girls is, is he hanging out with other is Kristen hanging out with other men what's going on and then all of this about Madison I'm like I thought I thought this had ar- this had already happened we were past all the Jay and Kristen stuff so that's sort of weird. where I'm at <laughs> it's weird because I feel like Jay and Kristen like have kind of been going their own separate ways like Kristen was dating this comedian guy that mm-hmm. there were like mm-hmm. all these tabloid stories about and you know Jay's been linked to a few people including um Tommy Lauren in the last few months which is just like sends a chill down my spine Oof. but it's so it's weird because like nobody was really concerned about like Jay and Kristen's dynamic until they posted this photo together and it's like <gasps> but like I don't they're not like back together like that's not what that photo means be- let's be realistic yeah. it's just getting like we're getting prime like quarantine I feel where people are going stir crazy and me and going at each other with Instagram lives and I think that's the problem oh is my God. just 
<laughs> don't don't lives. go at someone with an Instagram live. It's just bizarre. And that's where things got more heated lately is because Madison went on Instagram live making fun of Kristen, dropped a bomb about her kids, which everyone knows is the number one rule. You just like don't talk about the kids. Yeah, leave the kids out of it. You just there's no reason. <laughs> don't talk about the kids. <laughs> I feel like Instagram live is like a new level of I guess it's not new, but like it's another Eddie. level of like messiness because and if you don't save it as like an IGTV video or whatever, it just kind of disappears into the universe and whoever was watching hears about it. Maybe someone screen records it and like puts it on Twitter or something, but that's what happened. It's very like, there have been moments on Instagram live where I'm like searching for a video of it and it's unclear if it really exists. And it's just so different from like, I mean, anything that gets posted on an Instagram story, you have 24 hours to screenshot. Whereas like a live is kind of lawless <laughs> Dylan, territory. Dylan knows all about it, but it's, <laughs> I think that's kind of what the goal behind it was because it was screen recorded was that no one will see this, you know, like, I feel like if you're going to be good at it, be good at it. But I've said this from day one, I'll repeat <laughs> myself again. Like, I just feel like Kristen Cavallari wins like always, you know, especially in this situation, it's like, it, it was inevitable that she's going to team up, I should say, with her ex-husband. And again, that is another thing they did where the whole internet was like, are they together? Are they not? My opinion is that I think they're working things out, but they're just proving to the world that like no one's going to come between us. They're just being, they're like civil. I don't yeah. think they're working things out in the sense of getting back together, though. I think right, they're yeah. like on better terms than they were six months ago. But like... Yeah. They were, you know, they'll always be co-parents and exes. And I don't like, I don't know. I, I'm i curious though, like where, like what are Kristen and Jay? Like what, what's their kind of like career move from here? Because Kristen announced that Very Cavallari is not coming back for another season. Jay obviously is not playing football anymore. Like are they just going to, I mean, Jay, I feel like doesn't really care, but like is Kristen just going to be, like an annoying influencer for the rest of her life. She She's has a podcast, I think. With Uncommon James. And I'm like their okay. number one customer. So <laughs> I have like all their jewelry. home stuff. <laughs> I, no, but their home stuff. I have a lot of their home stuff. But um, I just also <laughs> want to say that I feel like the whole internet also, I, I shouldn't say the whole internet. I shouldn't speak for the whole internet. But everyone's like, what's so good about Jay? Like, I don't see it, whatever. Same. I don't think he's like, I know. I don't <laughs> feel like he's like, you know, a Brad Pitt. Like, but I feel like he's a tall glass of water. That's how I look at him. Like, I feel like he's athletic. I feel he's like he's like, like a he stale cup of beer. Oh my God. <laughs> he like, he's, always so wearing, like, he's always wearing he hunting clothes. Yeah, he yes. Like, he always looks like he hasn't slept in a few days. Like I, I feel agree. like he, it's I don't know. I I don't think he's like an unattractive person. I just like I don't really like get it. You know. I'll be I, honest with yeah. you. I had to look him up just now to give my That's two okay. cents. I would. I didn't know. Like I wasn't. I didn't really care about Kristen Cavallari until I watched the first season of her show. And I still don't really which, care about her that which much. Show? Very Cavalry. I didn't want to say oh. it again because the title is dumb, but I. <laughs> oh my God. Well, her first show is Laguna Beach. Let's not forget about that. Fun don't fact forget. I love The Hills, but I've never watched Laguna Beach. You would enjoy it, Dylan. I, I'm like, probably totally. Um, like, 
<laughs> There's nothing special about this man. I've just no. this just in have looked him up. <laughs> um, I wouldn't. She yelled. She held up her phone and go and goes. There's nothing special. And it's like I have the, your honor, your honor. <laughs> I, I have the evidence. I have the receipts, and no one come for me. But this is just a white man. That's it. Yeah. That, no. That yes. Literally. But speaking of receipts, and then we cannot talk about this anymore because okay, I don't care about Madison. She posted <laughs> what we like to call receipts, and in my opinion, again, they were not. It didn't prove anything. It looked like it was missing text. It looks like she sent voice memos that voice whatever that we couldn't see or hear. And I think that posting text messages is a little trashy slash not oh, necessary trashy. i think it depends on the context in this situation yeah, this it definitely it. was like i i mean i'm sure people were asking her about it but she could have just said nothing but obviously she got a lot of attention so you know also i took that i took trashy from justin kristen's bff because he posted that <laughs> posting oh text messages we are, are not going to give um thirstiest man alive justin any any time <laughs> This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Think of yourself like a bottle of sparkling water. Get too shaken up and you're eventually going to burst. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. I've been to therapy for many years and I love that when I have a big problem, I don't have to wait and let it fester and let it get bigger. I can start bringing it up in therapy and talk through it before it becomes an even bigger problem. Figuring out how to find coping skills when I've encountered anything that triggers me or stresses me is one of the main things that I've really learned from therapy and has helped me so much in my life. It's helped me to be a better version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. Let's move on <laughs> and talk about a story that made me feel a little more positive than Kristen and Jay's shit show. Jojo Siwa came out and I'm yes. so happy for her. I'm I, so happy for her. I love the way that like Gen Z, I feel like our generation, like, like younger the younger half of millennials it was like oh like coming out is this like big emotional thing whatever like i everybody has their like coming out story and now it's literally just like yeah i posted a tiktok with born this way playing and was wearing like a rainbow shirt so like whatever yeah i saw it a couple <laughs> days before people really started talking about it she was in a video an, an, another tiktok of it was her with a few of the cast members from Teen Beach movie, which the girls I babysit are obsessed with, so I'm very well versed. Um, Barry's like I've watched it twelve times. They're very much like hardcore for you know inclusivity, and we're they're very much like we're the gay stars from this movie. Look at us now. Like I don't know that Disney would want us back to do another movie. We're so she was hanging out with them. Yeah, she was in a video with them, and they're very much. I mean. They do other things, but a lot of their videos are like, look at us. We're gay Disney stars, which good for you. But yeah, she was in a video with them and everyone's oh, so like, that was like a, a context oh. clue. Yeah, it was like, she's one of us, basically. And it was like, oh, OK. And then I started seeing more and more videos and saw her TikTok and 
stories about it and everything like, like that. But so she posted this born this way TikTok with no kind of like explanation or anything. Uh, yeah. And people were like, oh, she came out. And to me, like the big kind of like confirmation was that James Charles commented on it and was like, so proud of you, whatever. <laughs> but I'm glad that she obviously she can do whatever she wants, but she kind of like further confirmed it after that which it's mm-hmm. like right it's nice because then i mean she's only 17 it's nice that you don't have to speculate because pe- obviously people are going to talk she's famous but um right i feel like the now, reaction for the most part has been super positive which makes me uh, happy because it's like it should be of course yeah but of course you know you always have your internet trolls which i just can't wrap my head around and did you guys see that there was a mom who uh, took the time to comment on Jojo Siwa's post and said, my daughter will never watch you again. So Jojo said, okay. She's okay. like, okay. That's it. Okay. <laughs> to be honest, if I were- With an parent- exclamation point. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think our friend Chris posted something like this, that it's like, if I were a parent, I would be way more upset if my kid wanted one of those like giant ass hair bows than- <laughs> Yes. Yeah, they yes. said they, he said he said you're born gay. You choose to have a side ponytail. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, JoJo's signature style is it really is just like such a brand at this point. I would love How to she know. Doesn't like, have more like tension based traction alopecia. Her head. That's yes. Oh, my there's, God. Her there's head. a uh, online. There's somebody made a graphic of like comparing her hairline through the years, <gasps> and definitely there's been some. Uh, some, that's terrible receding and painful but i do <sighs> remember though on an old episode of keeping up with the kardashians kim took north to jojo's house yes. and she has a merch like hallway basically of oh, her, her stuff entire, and like yeah it was unreal i was like they were like let north pick out anything and i was like wait i want to go that looks like a dream <laughs> i'm pretty sure she has like a house for content that's not her house that she lives in because if you go, oh. if you watch any of her Don't videos if you watch any of her videos she literally has like cars in the driveway with her face on it like the entire house yeah. looks like a candy museum like her bedroom has like a slide there's but jojo the like same- merch everywhere i don't think that's like where her parents are cooking dinner in that kitchen but <laughs> but at the well, same time though i i would genuinely wouldn't be surprised if she did live there yeah she's like, like i she's feel like, like her house i want to sleep with the content house tonight <laughs> Have you guys ah! ever been to the Discovery Zone? Remember the Discovery oh. Zone? Like, I feel like her house is the oh Discovery Zone God. where you slide down to the living room and like jump in a ball pit and she just, just have like candy. She lives everywhere. in the museum of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> but so- um, back to just reality. Do you think that like what kind of impact do you think her at this age with this big of a platform has on? on kids well i think it's really i mean i think it's great in general i do it's interesting because i feel like gen z has grown up in a time where it is like a lot more kind of normalized to come out and like you know not just to say like i'm gay but you know gender identity and queerness and like all of the kind of different like spectrums and stuff that comes along with that but i think like for jojo it's cool because i think a lot of teenagers probably are like kind of on the same page in terms of like, it's not a big deal, whatever. But Jojo has so many younger fans, like even that are still just like kids. Mm -hmm. And I feel like for those people to see that it's like the person who they are like a fan of and watch on TV or on YouTube or whatever, like 
it's just the kind of thing where it's like it shouldn't be like it's not a big deal in terms of like her she's a different person or whatever but it is a big deal for just like that it is normal to like see that and to have that kind of figure there so I think it's exciting right I think some some kids obviously may not even have an understanding of what all of this means but when if they are fans and when they get older and start to you know if if they themselves feel like um i i don't like women or i don't like men or i don't feel like i identify as a woman or men or whatever the case might be and then see that this person that they grew up like idolizing right as is out like oh okay so that's something that like jojo siwa did it i it's not weird that i feel like this or that i, I like this or that i saw a tweet that absolutely killed me that was um it was a picture of jojo and a picture of ellen degeneres and it said when a new supreme rises the old one I fades away Ellen <laughs> 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 look wrecked <laughs> oh, my dad texted I, um, me the other day he was like i saw so-and-so on ellen and i'm like dad turn it off <laughs> wait, guys we have bre- we have breaking news during recording what um halsey is pregnant <gasps> okay She's expecting her first child. Okay. Do we know who from? We we love breaking news. Do we know who from? I don't know her. I don't follow her. the package? (laughs) Oh, my God. I like Halsey. Oh my god! And and I apologize. That is all the information I have. My my college roommate is obsessed with Halsey. She's seen her. I mean, I think every single show she's gone to has met her so many times. And and her song when she broke up with G Easy, and like all I can think about right now is like, and she's like, and I never ever ever had a baby with you because she like is like like it's a fact. She right. is. But- I, she went on SNL and it was like a list, like the background was like a screen with a list of all the places he cheated. Oh my <laughs> Are you? <laughs> He's like Miami, like- Vegas, some hotel on the plane. <laughs> like, oh my god, watch it! It's really good. Um, okay, can we talk about Euphoria? Please. Did we Let's. all we all watched the second special? Some the of us episode? did not. Okay. No, that's okay because we will did you watch the rue one yes yes yes, okay i i think this one was like really really good i really enjoyed it a lot well then i'm excited because the rue one was really really good it was the rue one they're good i think they're both really good the jewels one i found like more enjoyable whereas the rue one really kind of was like a deep dark dive that made you kind of like think about things the jewels yeah. like a little more going on we had like a couple more characters that we got to see it felt like a it definitely didn't feel like a normal standard episode of euphoria but it felt a little more like in that realm i agree i feel like th- i mean they both require your attention and focus for mm-hmm. sure but i find it more challenging to really pay attention to shows when it's just like dialogue nothing else is going on right and not that i i loved the rue special obviously and not just because it was about zendaya but i thought it was really well done i thought it was a really good conversation that they had as well but i thought the jewels one was more entertaining in that you were going back and forth between different scenes and periods of her life and different characters were in there you got to see some of the stuff that we knew already, but from a different 
perspective. Yeah. So I thought it was cool. It was the first yeah. time we've ever seen Euphoria, not from Rue's perspective, really. So like, yeah, really flipped. Dean, I, I agree with you in the sense where like, I can't pay attention to something like that either. But when we talked about this a few episodes ago, when we discussed the Rue episode, that's what I liked about that one because it was so different than what like we usually watch. And mm-hmm. it was even different from the actual show that I appreciated it so much and like the talent and act, it was just unreal. So I am excited to watch Jules. I will. I will because I like the character of Jules in general. So and the also, way you guys are describing it. Also, um, Billie Eilish and Rosalia's collab, which was like long rumored, finally yes. was released in the episode. I will say when I first listened to the song before the episode came out, I was like, okay, like it's kind of a vibe, but like, it's not the most like exciting, whatever. But when you see it in context in the show, like the way they used it, I was like, okay, this is like really fucking cool. 100% Dylan. I mean, we had the exact same train of thought. I listened to it again last week. And then when I saw it in the episode, I was like, okay, this is doing it for me. Okay. Like I would say it's a vibe. It's not like a bop. But yeah, it, it, like it works. It's like yeah. when you listen, it's the exact same thing. Like when you listen to a song, you like it. But then when you watch the music video, you're like, I get it. Right. Or like, like they yes. use it in a TV show or something. And you're like, oh, my God. Yeah, it was I, so good. It was great. It, what was it of uh, the background to like different scenes of Rue and Jules's relationship? So it was I, yeah. I enjoyed it a lot. And then also they there was a Lord song in there that just like fucking liability. <laughs> And they right started the off with Lord's liability <laughs> and everyone was wrecked emotionally. I mean, if everyone that I follow on Twitter watched it like right when it came out and was literally live tweeting like <laughs> someone I Hunter Shaper who plays Jules went on the Euphoria Twitter and did like a Q&A takeover. And someone oh said, God. you honestly needed to put a viewer like a viewer warning for having right, liability like on for at Lord. the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so what I'm getting from you guys is like more about the music in the episode than the actual. Well, the music in Euphoria is always on point. The music is always great. Another, Mm -hmm. I did really like though, um, Hunter Schaefer co-wrote the episode with Sam Levinson, which I felt like you could kind of tell. Like it felt a little more like specific to that. The trans experience especially is a big part Mm -hmm. of it. And like, I, I liked that they got her involved in that yeah in the takeover too she was talking about the scene where um well we won't give her everything away now that we've talked about all the music and scenes but (laughs) um where um, (laughs) rue is giving her her estrogen shot and how like special of a scene that was for them to shoot which i mean i'm sure that's that's like a, a whole next level of personal for Hunter having, you know, like being trans yeah. and going through that in real life too. Also, I got to watch Zendaya's new movie that comes out next week on Netflix and it's really good. So. I mean, I was hoping you have to rub that in Dana's Bring it face. up again, Dylan. I spent I, the whole weekend. I'm sorry. W- thinking about it. <laughs> like, we're, this is a safe space. <laughs> this is a safe space. True. Okay. I needed the trigger warning. <laughs> guys don't go anywhere because when we come back we will be joined by kane and kevin from netflix's bling empire it's a great interview so keep listening we've all been there trying to fit everything we might need for a trip only to end up with a suitcase bursting at the seams but with base there's room for everything 15 pairs of underwear for a weekend trip 
no problem. Deciding between a few pairs of shoes, bring them all with base. It is my go-to travel bag. I love that the bag expands because I'm a chronic overpacker and it still fits in the overhead compartment. It just makes it so much easier to travel when I know there's a special place for everything. It makes me feel like a more organized version of myself. And I love that cushioned handle. I always get compliments on it too from anyone who's helping me with my bags. Base is thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360 degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and for shorter trips, the Weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately. Every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash betches. Go to basetravel.com slash betches for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash betches. Listen, we all know that scratchy PJs can make a cranky kid. I want my kids to be comfy when they sleep and are rested in the morning. And that's why I snuggle them up in Little Sleepies. Little Sleepies makes award-winning bamboo PJs that moms rave about. I am, said mom, I am obsessed with Little Sleepies. They are so, so, so soft. I just got one that was the Checkmates Zippy for my son, Lucas. It's so adorable. And it's limited edition, so everybody go check it out. Little Sleepy's Zip Romper Pajamas, a.k.a. Zippies, the ones that I got, were designed with thoughtful details like fold-over feet, mittens, and a double zipper to make the middle-of-the-night diaper changes easier. Made from the buttery, soft, custom-milled Luna Lux Bamboo Viscose, their Zip Footy Pajamas are gentle on sensitive skin and babies with eczema. But what parents rave about the most? How long they fit. And Little Sleepies makes the best baby shower gift. They have inclusive sizing from preemie to adults 3X. There are also nursing and pregnancy-friendly styles available for adults. So try a pair of Little Sleepies today. Fair warning, you'll never go back. You can try Little Sleepies for yourself by visiting littlesleepies.com. Plus, get 15% off your order on littlesleepies.com with code BETCHES. That's L-I-T-T-L-E-S-L-E-E-P-I-E-S.com with promo code BETCHES. Welcome back, everyone. We are now joined. We are very excited to be joined by Kevin and Kane from Netflix's Bling Empire. Hi, guys. How are you? Hey. Hi, Dylan. How are you? Good to see you. On Hi. Zoom. How are you guys? Hi, we're good. Very good to meet you. Nice to meet you. We, I know we both finished the first season of Bling Empire. Greatly enjoyed it. It was like a fun, fresh surprise to start off the new year. I feel like everyone's really been loving it. Thank you. What's your what's your favorite episode or like do you do you binge it at once or you know did I binge it? I finished it before half of our company knew that it was out already. <laughs> I was like, you guys, someone was like, are, are any of you watching this? I was like, wait, it just came out. I watched it yesterday. I watched it all in one day. <laughs> I don't I when you binge a show like that, it kind of all flows. So I don't have a favorite episode because it was like I was living with you guys for like a it's day. Like a movie, right? It's like a yes. movie when you watch it, you're like, oh my, I'm watching like a five hour movie. A yeah. very long I'm movie. Like, incredible. Yeah. I'm like a slow burn binger. So like it took me like a week to get through it because I was like, I like to watch an episode, you know, like watch something else, come back to it. Um, a but week. then that's our week. That's why we're not top five in the US. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! You're top. You're top ten like everywhere though. I saw yeah, you post n- number one in Singapore, which I'm sure is really exciting for you. Hong yes. Kong. Yeah. 
I mean, being wow. the only Singaporean on the cast, I think it's pretty amazing feat. And so, especially being on such a global platform, you know, to represent Asia, not just uh, me being Singaporean, but like every, you know, Kevin's like, um, you know, we're all Asian cast and be to, to, be, to be top 10, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Kane yeah. forgot what I am. I'm Korean adopted. <laughs> <laughs> I know, well, I know the per- it's like 70%. <laughs> That's I, funny. I, I thought it was really cool, actually, how many different backgrounds y'all have within the cast because obviously it's like easy to say oh like all asian american asian cast but i mean there's vietnamese korean japanese chinese like so many different backgrounds and i think it's really it's interesting to see kind of the the differences come together i know it's so diverse not just in like um not just in uh, race but like also in terms of you know age I'm sorry, Anna. Um, I apologize. <laughs> but like, besides such a diverse cast in terms of age, like we have like Jamie, who's just like 21, and then to Anna, which is like she turned 60 this week. So you know, which is pretty amazing. Yeah. Wow, I did not know that, but happy you birthday! Look amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When I realized how young Jamie was, I got angry for a second. I was like, Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Kane, you and Kelly were the ones with the original idea for the show. So what was the process of really putting this all together? I think we have to give credit to the movie Crazy Rich Asians because that movie kind of propelled like Hollywood to have, you know, to have this demand wanting to know who these real people are and kind of create a reality show based off that movie. And you know, that all these networks that were super interested and Kelly being in entertainment, she was like, oh my God, let's put together like a group of friends. It'll be super fun. And it kind of just organically came together. And then obviously Jeff Jenkins, which is like, um, who is a dear friend of ours, um, you know, because Andrew's really close to Jeff. So we pitched this idea to Jeff and she's like, I think this is an amazing idea, guys. So we kind of just went with it. And, you know, just, I knew, I've known Christine for like seven, eight years. I've known like most of the cast for, a few years to begin with, except um, obviously Anna and like Kevin's the newest addition. I'm curious, Kevin, what was it like kind of coming into, you had moved to LA not that long before you started filming. What was it kind of like being around this group and getting used to everyone? Cause it's a lot of big personalities. Well, uh, I remember when Kelly told me, Hey, you got to meet my friend Kane. He's uh, she just knows so many people in LA. And I was like, yeah, sure. I'll meet Kane. She didn't show me a photo or anything. And then I see him and he's wearing these red ruby shoes. And I'm like, this is the person you wanted me to meet. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to go along with this guy. Because <laughs> they don't even look real because they're just so expensive looking. It looks like fake to me. And uh, we just got along so well, though. Immediately once we had a conversation and um, Kelly introduced me to him and he was talking about not just Buddhism, but we had like working out and and he knew I was a model. He didn't really think I had bad fashion. Did you think I had bad fashion the first time? <laughs> I, I, I didn't think you were high. I, I didn't think you were high fashion. I just thought you were pretty like commercial, like print stuff. Yeah, I, I didn't think of you that highly, but you know, I thought you were as a great friend, and like it was like free personal training. I was like, okay, I saved a lot of money, so I appreciate that. <laughs> the dynamic you two have is. I take that back as one of my favorite parts of the show, to be honest. Thank you. I, I, cause I think we don't take ourselves seriously. Like I call right. Kevin dumb and stuff like that, but I don't truly mean it. So we have fun with each other. So I hope but you, you did that before the interview started too. So I don't know if, <laughs> if right, you ever. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. I'm, I learn a lot of stuff, but it's, it's real questions that I have. I'm like, dude, are you hooked up to 5G or 2G? That's a real question. And then he just, <laughs> it's so silly. 
yeah. I don't know. We just, we have fun with each other. Like when yeah, we tease each other, I never take it to heart, like at all. Um, so I remember when Kane was like, hey, look, whatever I said on the show before, it's because like, you know, they, just whatever, fun. myself, yeah. don't take it personally. I was like, Kane, I, I would never take anything you say personally. Now if it was like somebody, I don't know, whatever. I'm going yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, exactly. I feel like you guys on the show, it seems like obviously there are little, you know, moments of shade or drama or whatever, but it seems like you all have each other's best interests really in mind. Like seeing you go on the trip to South Carolina to look for Kim's dad was super, um, you know, a really touching moment and stuff with Shavri and Christine about having another baby. Like all of that stuff really seemed very heartfelt. Yeah. And I think that's the most important part. Like a lot of people are saying like, oh, it's scripted and manufactured. I think what made our show different was it's not because we do get along. And these are real-life events happening to people with loss and grief and family and birth, like all of that stuff. And that's why they were probably so good for the show. It's because we weren't, we really do have each other's best interests. So I think that's why it really showed. Right. And it's it also differentiates from other shows too because you guys do know each other and you are friends. And that totally comes off on camera like you can as a viewer you can tell that you just have a different vibe than if you didn't know each other but speaking of that so is there anyone that you were hesitant about to have on the show or anyone that really surprised you I thought Jamie would uh be in more and like kind of open up more than just fashion so I I was really surprised about that might be because of her age. Yeah, maybe because of age, I agree with you. And also, I think Shruvi as well. She surprised me because, you know, she wasn't actually... Oh, my cat's <gasps> What are the... <laughs> <laughs> the like, drama. Like, my cat was kissing. Um, but I think, uh, back to Shruvi, like, you know, it was very hard for her to share her emotions. And during the time we were filming, her mom just passed. So it was a very difficult moment for her. And I'm so proud of her because I told her, like, hey, we have such a big platform. I think your story will be heard by so many people and people will mm-hmm. like learn so much from you know, your grief and you know, such an amazing you know, opportunity to share with the world. And I think um, she opened up and that really surprised me. I'm so, so proud of her. Cherie, I feel like she had such a journey. I mean, it's only an eight episode show, but you guys covered so much ground, kind of. Like, I feel like the first couple episodes, I was like, oh yeah, I think like Cherie, I don't know that much about her. And then by the end, I'm like is she going to get engaged? Like her baby's a hundred days old. Like I, I'm like so into her life. <laughs> She's amazing. I, I have so much respect for her. And also like, you know, um, you're right. Like, you know, you said it was eight episodes, but we, it, it kind of, we kind of filmed throughout for like four or five months. So, you know, that's why you're seeing, you know, such a progress in the whole show. Okay. So we need to know both of your thoughts on the penis pump situation. I'm all about it. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, I thought it was Kevin's because, like, I was like, oh you know, throughout filming, <laughs> no, seriously, no, because throughout filming, we're not allowed to talk to each other. We're supposed to meet in person and kind of like, you know, talk about it, you know. And like, you know, there are a few occasions where, like, I'm like, Kevin, are you wearing new Dior? I'm like, hmm, I wonder where the Dior's coming from, you know. So when the penis pump thing happens, I'm like, is that your penis pump? Are you staying with Anna? But anyway, that's not the truth. But I, you know, I was just how do you, how do you get penis pump? To Dior, I don't see the connection. <laughs> I don't see the connection. I don't know. <laughs> but people would figure it out. <laughs> There's a little Anna like sugar mama situation. Thank That's you, Dylan. Thank yeah. you so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so it was not. 
So your Kevin, piece. it was not yours. <laughs> no, it's not. I mean, okay, if it was a dual <laughs> penis pump, I could see him being like, oh, I see the connection. <laughs> I don't need a penis pump. Not one person's ever complained, so I, I can't say I need a penis pump. But... <laughs> <laughs> what did you think about the way that um, Kim and Guy and I guess Anna handled that? It, it seemed like maybe it could have been handled better with just a little <laughs> apology. Yeah, that could have been handled with a little bit more grace. Like, first of all, I think Kim's in, and she, she, she really is like a child. Like, that's her, and she's just getting into mystery and all that kind of stuff, and getting into people's business. Like Anna said, I mean, she gets in me and Kane's business by like with Instagram and people. Like, she just does so many investigations on Instagram. I'm just like, this really is you in real life. You just get in people's business with everything. And well, she's also a Gemini. That's any girl on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> and she's also a Gemini. So she has like two two sides to her. So okay. as you can you can see what uh, during a penis uh, penis pump scene, right? She's like, no, it's not. I didn't do it. It's guy. It's guy. It's guy. So, every, so that's a very Gemini trait as well. Yeah. I'm a Gemini, so I'm like taking mental notes right now. I, I love Geminis. <laughs> I'm Sagittarius. <laughs> I'm not, so I have no idea what you guys are talking about. I wish I was so invested in like horoscopes and signs, but I'm not. Yeah. And I, I really wish I was more educated on it. But there's time. I'll teach you the Chinese zodiac. It's more accurate. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I like in the show, you guys, like speaking of like zodiac stuff like that, there's a lot of kind of spiritual aspects. You know, you have the hypnotist, the psychic, all of that stuff. Uh, I feel like that's an interesting dynamic that a lot of shows kind of don't really explore that much. And is that something that you felt like was important to bring to the show? Or is it just a big part of your life? Like all of those kind of elements? I think it's very prevalent in the Asian culture to like look for psychics or like feng shui, you know, spirituality. So it's all part of our culture and our lives. Um, in regards to Kevin, I don't know because he was raised white. So maybe you can ask him. <laughs> well, okay. But what I think is great about what we were saying about um, Buddhism is that whether you're religious or not with Buddhism, the philosophy of it really is yeah. powerful. Uh, whether you're Christian, atheist, just philosophy of Buddhism just really makes a lot of sense. Um, and I would say for like the therapy, it was super important because, uh, yeah, I guess you could call it spiritual, but I also kind of call that destigmatizing mental health and just mm -hmm. getting help from other sources that might be unconventional or looked down upon, um, especially with the Asian community. Uh, I mean, I know I'm not Chinese Singaporean, but I definitely know in Asia, getting mental health and help from that is really looked down upon or just not spoken, just don't talk about it. And so I thought it was really important for people to see that part. Well, I was actually just going to ask you that that scene of you in therapy was also just very different from the what we were seeing on the show in general, which it was more serious. So how did you feel about even showing that or because those were real emotions that you were showing? Yeah. So you felt comfortable enough to put that on camera, well, obviously. I, in the beginning, I didn't. Because first oh. of all, I thought I'd have to like fake it in the beginning because I've done hypnotherapy before. And I remember mm -hmm. like years ago, I kind of faked it just to make the hypnotist <laughs> feel better. You know, like, <laughs> oh, nice. Going down the stairs. I feel so confident <laughs> now. Yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> Going into this thing, thinking, oh, my God, I'm going to have to do this, you know. And then literally, I remember just like you just feel this like you're in a sound bath or something or in a bath. And just you can hear things that kind of don't make sense. 
I mean, I, I remember even I look back on the video and I said a Korean word uh, in the very beginning, which I was like, fuck, where did that word come from? Like, I don't know Korean. Like, what? that Korean word didn't make sense to me. Um, and I can't remember what it was, but because like I know the regular Korean words like, you know, uh-huh. uh, uh, like all of that. So it was super scary to all of a sudden be in it in that moment and just be like, you know what? Just let go. Trust what's happening. And just know it's going to be for like you're on a journey and experience. Just let it happen. Wow. It's like an outer body experience. (laughs) It was, it was cool to see kind of the, the dynamic between those more emotional kind of um, like personal scenes. And then obviously you go to like, you know, somebody's party where everyone's wearing couture and like over the top jewelry and stuff. Like it was, it was fun that the show kind of gave us both of those sides. Yeah, definitely. Well, actually the producers, uh they talked to me a little bit about it it's like you know that seemed really raw are you okay with this being shown and i was like yeah no totally do what you guys need to do like i'm just here to uh kind of live this out for for myself and they said it's a different tone than uh what the show has been and they were like you know we don't want to make it too much of a drama too and it's now becoming like a drama series instead of like (laughs) series and i'm like I can't, t- I don't know what to tell you. Like that was a real life experience for me. I mean, you do what you want with it. I think with reality, like it's important to kind of have the balance and like, you don't want it to feel like, oh, well the producers want the show to be funny and whatever. So we're going to do scenes that are like that. It's like it, the product is better when it's actually shaped by the people, like what's going on in your lives. Yeah. We got enough funny pain. <laughs> Sorry. I said, we got enough funny with Kane in this show. <laughs> Oh my God, it was so fun. Just the raw edit, like when the producer was saying, like just the raw edit of us in South Carolina, it was just hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> but back to your comment, like, you know, Jeff Jenkins, I mean, he created like, you know, the Simple Life, Kardashians. I mean, those are yeah. legendary shows. Simple Life, my, one of my favorites, just so fun. You know, so I think that kind of translated in our show as well. So yeah, I'm so proud of that. Yeah. We need a Simple Life reboot. That would be oh, great. I pray <laughs> for that every day. Kevin and I Simple Life. Let's do it. <laughs> I can see I, it. Yeah, <laughs> oh I think Kane could handle the Simple Life is what it is. That's, that's the, the point. point. Say that. I'm like, that's I'm the like, whole Kane, That's point. the point of the show. Oh, sorry, I never <laughs> saw this. <laughs> Kane, Kane, Kane would not thrive on the farm, but maybe I, that's the point. I, I wouldn't thrive on a farm either. Don't take me to a farm. I have my Amex. I'll be, I have my Amex. I'm like, I have my Amex. I'm fine. <laughs> no, no, no. You can't use your Amex on the farm. You have to milk the cows yourself. Imagine. I'll pay someone to do that. Toss rabbit. Do it for me. I'll pay you. <laughs> I'm curious. In the finale we got a little hint Kane that you were ready to get back into the dating scene do we have any updates on love life for either of you and maybe what we might see in a second season I mean I'm getting a lot of people hitting me up on Instagram but I'm so scared because like you know just like, I posted a picture and someone's like I'm getting a lot of sexual energy and I'm like what you know yeah for me for me dating's been quite different uh just a lot of people hitting me up and you know I said to them I was uh, I'm not really looking for anything too serious right now because I got a lot I want to focus on my career and like this platform I'm creating with my my friends and stuff and look eventually I do want to settle down with someone um, but I'm not going to go into the dating and commit to that right away because it's like 
I made the mistake of just dating one person yeah. and trying to see where it goes. And it's just like, I put all my eggs in one basket and I always get broken eggs. Is that a, is that a saying? Maybe it's burnt. Um, it should be. Yeah. <laughs> dating, dating one person sense. is, it's just not a good idea. Yeah. You know, that's <laughs> what I got that, from that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's all desperate and needy. And it's because it's like, I have all my eggs in one basket. Like I set that up for myself to fail, but I'm just surprised how many, uh, girls reach out and just say like, "Hey, where have you been? Like, I I haven't seen you my whole life. You've been out there for a long time." And I said, I always tell them this. I'm like, I'm buried underneath the dumb algorithms that Instagram and Kevin. You're does. surprised <laughs> that people are asking you where you've been. You have had not had your shirt on in half of the season, and uh, <laughs> these girls are coming out of the woodworks for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually surprised because, like I said, I mean. A lot of Asian guys come to me and say, hey, help me out with dating. I was like, dude, I struggle at times. <laughs> you know? And then now I feel like just telling them, like, get on the Netflix show. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so my shout God. out to Netflix. <laughs> thank you, Netflix, because we're getting global recognition. So thank <laughs> you. Pose in Honestly, different area codes, as they say. Exactly. Pose in different area codes. <laughs> That's not a bad idea because I'm these apps aren't working for me, the dating app. So maybe I will just get a Netflix show instead. Whatever <laughs> season two, come on. I'm Betcha's co-founder Aileen and as you may know we have been in the media game for a minute and between meetings podcasting dinners etc I need a wardrobe that works with me not against me and that's why Lee is a staple in my wardrobe I recently got this white jacket jean jacket from Lee and I got their button down I must say that the quality is very, very good because when you wear a button down, it is very difficult to find one that doesn't kind of come apart. And this one is not only very soft and comfortable, like I can move my arms around, but I really, really like it. It just looks really cute. And it's like Western, Western so in right now. And then I also love the white jacket I got. It's like off white, but it has this blue stitching and it's like, I'm gonna wear it over the shoulders, perhaps on my vacation. I'm just really into it. And Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. It's a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG and what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, that's L-E-E dot com, that's L-E-E dot com to shop spring looks now. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. 
Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BETCHES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code BETCHES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, newly with two U's, and use code BETCHES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Okay, so we want to play a little game with you guys that we like to do with our guests. So we're going to give you a lot of different categories, and you're going to say who from the show you would choose for each question. Oh, I like this one. Okay, no so stress. the first question, whose closet would you raid? I already raid Kane's. Should I pick somebody else? <laughs> <laughs> I really, I'll, I'll raid Anna's safe. Like, she has a walk-in safe, so I'll, I'll raid her. Okay. okay. <laughs> I, would, I would raid Christine's couture and then just sell it. Oh, that's a good answer. Because oh, wow, then you could, you could buy yeah. whatever you wanted with the money you make. I would use Kane's account, give him like five or 10%, and we would just both make it. There you okay. go. That's the business. So you have the, you have the best answer we've ever heard for that question from all the people that we've asked. <laughs> Usually it's um, like, eh, I don't like her style. <laughs> yeah. Who would you want to plan your next vacation? Plan with my next vacation? Who They're in charge of the planning. Yeah. Christine's oh, actually oh. really good at it. I'll give it to Christine. She's really good at it. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Does Christine, I feel like on on the show, Christine maybe gets like a little bit of a harsh edit because there's like a couple moments, obviously, where she's clashing with Anna, but then she seems like a really like sweet person when she's in the right situation. What, how do you feel like Christine was portrayed on the show? I think she's very competitive, but competitive can be good as well because she grew up you know, in a very competitive um, school. And also, she's also valedictorian. So you have to understand, you know, her struggle through life is just being competitive. So she has that thing. And I think many people see it as a negative thing, but I see it as a positive thing. And, you know, I have so much respect and love for Christine. And I think at the end of the show, if she redeems herself, when you actually see her crying and talking about fertility issues or, mm-hmm. you know, just talking with Kim about her dad. So I think she redeems herself right at the, you know, last two episodes and people are going to love her. You know, yeah, yeah. I, I think the same thing too. Like when Anna's playing pranks on her, she plays, she plays it like a good sport. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. people forgot that. It's like she's like, I got played, and it's like I <laughs> forget that. You're right. When she got the late invitation time yeah. to that party, at Anna's house, she she took it like a champ. She wasn't making yeah. a scene. She was like, guess I'm going home. I <laughs> Even think the yoga she took scene. it like a champ because you can't go up against Anna so like she didn't have any other choice besides be like yoga (laughs) (laughs) okay next question who would you want to cook you dinner Kane Kane cooks me dinner I cook myself because I I cook really well so oh really yeah unbelievable yeah okay okay do you do you mostly cook Asian food or do you have a special Italian I cook Asian food I know I don't follow no recipes uh, so I can't really bake because I don't like to follow instructions. So yeah, I love. <laughs> okay, I love Kane's secret. Just just put cheese in it. Just put cheese. More cheese. Butter. <laughs> oh my. Um, okay, who would you take relationship advice from? I've tried with Kim. She sucks at it. So all of them suck. <laughs> so bad at well, it. Well, Jamie's always shopping. Um, Anna's divorced four times. 
Christine, Christine, <laughs> maybe, maybe Christine, because she's the only one with like you know a successful marriage so far. So maybe <laughs> you know why I would pick Anna because she's been divorced four times. She's got experience. Okay, she can tell you what not to do. Yeah, but, I guess true. not all the experience, but I guess yeah. Why would that not make sense to everybody else? It totally makes sense to me. Like, no, I see. I get, I get, it. get it. I get it. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe you, you do what she says and then do the opposite. <laughs> exactly. Right. Right. Exactly. That's what I mean. <laughs> make so many mistakes. I just won't do what she's been doing. Okay. Um, who would you like decorate your house? I think Christine. Although I don't think I could afford it. So maybe Kane because then he put me on a budget at least. <laughs> um, I would say Christine too. She's a really good host and like she's good at playing parties. So I'll trust her in terms of interior design. Yeah. Okay. I feel like yeah. the the through line here is that Christine has great taste. She's planning the trip. Yeah. She's decorating the house. Yeah. Okay. Which person from any reality show would you want to make an appearance on Bling Empire? Oh wow! Um, I mean, I don't really watch reality TV that much. Or anyone, we can. Mariah, we can uh, because Mariah. Mariah had a reality show with Jeff. So, and I know we tried <laughs> to get Mariah on. So, <laughs> we tried. Maybe season two. She's amazing. Okay. Yeah. I, mean, I would say probably. I mean, the original people. I guess Kim Kardashian. That'd be fun because you know Jeff is there. He should be there. It'd be kind of a fun thing. This is not the route I thought we were. You guys were going to go with this answer. So I'm Where pleasantly you think surprised. We were going to go. <laughs> what, Real Housewives, please. Maybe. There's no, comp- there's no competition there. <laughs> I love that, Mariah. Wait, so you guys tried to get Mariah already? That's I, amazing. I know because Jeff, Jeff is friends with Mariah, so yeah. I think she was okay. Busy. Well, season two, we expect nothing less. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how we're going to step it up for season two, but we'll try if we do ever get one. So yeah. honestly, you well, could do heard- anything for season two because I was like pissed that it ended. So I was like, I just wanted to like keep watching. And yeah. now, so at this point, <laughs> I'll just like watch. <laughs> well, I heard you mention maybe going to Singapore. Cherie could have a wedding. There's a lot of stuff for season two. <laughs> that'll be write, so yeah. fun. Yeah, that'll be so fun. The Singapore trip will be super, super fun. Yeah. We need we need everyone to get vaccines so you can go live it up in Singapore and, <laughs> Who do yeah. we and show us. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Dylan, Dylan mentioned to me before that about the trip to Singapore and I got like gel I because w- I've always wanted to go there. So I was like, I was so invested in season one that if you guys really go to Singapore in season two, I don't know what I'm going to do. We almost made it. It was just not it was not easy planning a trip for 40, 50 people. I got the hotels and everything uh, like settled. It was just not easy flying 50 people out, visas yeah. and everything. It's just I can really, really difficult. Yeah. yeah. Also, wow. it's an unknown show. Nobody really knows about right. it. Or anything, so. But they know me in Singapore. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Kevin. Singapore royalty, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, this was so much fun. We love the show. We can't wait to see what you all do next. Everyone listening, if you haven't checked it out, it's on Netflix now. You'll finish it in like a two days maximum. <laughs> just want to give a shout out to you guys because the show is so successful because, you know, I always give credit to people like you who are promoting the show out there. So just want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you to all of you. Of course. Thank of course. you for, thank, thank you so much you. for coming on. This was great. Yeah. Thank you guys. That was so fun. Barry, I know you love Bling Empire. <laughs> I am very happy with that interview. That was really fun to talk to them. It was like I was watching them 
in real life. I know. It's like a little special episode just for us and all of you. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. We'll be back next week with another episode. Betches.